0: The Conjuring. Have you yes, ever seen the movie? No,
1: great movie.
0: Your basement area looks a lot like the basement from The House in the Conjuring.
1: No, it's uh, it's got bricks, you know, center block outsiding and whatnot. That uh, one, a shit. Basement. Fact. This one's okay. All right, this one could be
0: better. We're getting better. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm saying like with the the bed frame
2: and stuff back there, it feels. Yeah. Anyway, Stephen, yep. what were you saying? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Esquire Podcast. My name is Sarge, and joining me today is the wonderfully dressed in a black t-shirt hair slicked back with a well-done, well, well-done well, well done beard. Still needs a little trim, but it's looking pretty good. It does. <laughs> it
1: needs a little bit of trimming. I, I think I'm,
0: uh... Whoa, whoa. He's talking about me. Okay.
1: All right. Easy.
2: <laughs> All
0: right.
2: So what I was talking about... He said,
1: well done, not patchy.
2: Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Fair enough. So that would be danger.
1: Anyway, I am danger.
2: And redheaded, slowly getting his soul back. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful patchy beard. Looks like something, you know, a two year old would have. What we have G. give
0: giving me shit.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Patchy G. Patchy G. PG. Wow.
2: Before we get into the podcast, I signed Danger and Sarge up for Extra Life the other day. I most certainly awesome. did. Team Danger and Sarge. So I will be posting the link to that in the bottom of this podcast. If you don't want to donate and support to Duke's Children's Hospital, or any children's hospital, because I have found out the money goes into a giant pool and then is awarded, out from there, divided across to everyone. If you don't like supporting children, you are a fucking monster. But, if you do like supporting children, by all means, donate. It's tax deductible.
1: In short, don't be a dick.
2: <laughs>
0: that is a that is a strong opening.
2: <laughs> you know what? You gotta start off strong before you start pleading and begging. <laughs> no. That's
0: fair. That's fair.
2: So today's Basically
0: we're
1: shaming we're shaming anybody listening and giving us
2: Especially if they have Absolutely. kids. Especially if yeah. I'm not a monster. So we'll be doing a separate podcast on X later. Probably as we get closer to mid year. I think something we should do. Alright. Maybe maybe if we
1: circle around to E.
2: New, new uh, we have yeah. so many fucking letters. We are. We still, have to, <laughs> we still have to get to that U with the umlaut. That I know, know but that, can't, that has in to come like, like Z the Z with the line up. So, anyways, today's letter is L, and I have picked... Look! Some...
0: We're gonna talk about me!
2: <laughs> no, no, that would be a really short term. Welcome to... Pie. Right, we're done. <laughs> so, no. I have found... Luke was a man. He was born in 1927. <laughs> Wow. That that was that was pretty bad. Anyway, so I have found in the past six months a new genre of literature that I have not found at Barnes and Noble yet. I'll I'll get to the reason why here in a minute. Called Lit RPG. Now, if you listen to our previous podcast, we did a we did one on Dungeons and Dragons, right? Broad Spectrum Overview of Dungeons and Dragons. Well a literary RPG essentially is Dungeons and Dragons in like a better than choose your own adventure mode. And it always starts one of like four. Ways. Right? I've got maybe 500 hours into these books in the past like six months, so it's not hard to get lost in a book. But it usually starts either somebody dies and reincarnates, right? Somebody is summoned or abducted from their world and transported to another world. Or someone, like, something strange happens and they, like, turn into, like, super secret agent dude. It's crazy, right? And they all have, like, a level-up system where it shows, like, their name, their status, their hit points, their magic, their skills, and all this crap. And it, it takes up a bunch of pages in a book, but... Facebook,
1: it all- I, I have a question about lit RPG.
2: Okay. So,
1: in doing some, some research for this topic, I came across a couple things that were defining features of a lit RPG. Now, it's actually going to be quite familiar to uh, anybody who's familiar with with a good action movie that has something to lose. And to me, that's what makes a good action movie. And there has to be clear defined lines. And within that, there has to be a goal that the player knows. Like, for instance, if if a player was... if a, a guy was to go play football and not know that he's supposed to make a touchdown, then it wouldn't be an exciting game. So, there has to be defined rules for a, a, a defined goal and something on the line. Is that a recurring thing in lit RPGs? No. I've not read a single one, so.
2: Nope.
1: So, how is it a uh, how is it set inside of a game structure?
2: So, example, there's uh, there's one. Uh, so, un- understand that the, 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 the lit RPG covers all sorts of different genres, right? Of itself. Go ahead, Lucas.
0: B- b- before we go any further, let me just clarify. When you refer to a lit RPG, you're not referring to people smoking and drinking and partying and getting lit. You're referring to lit as the short for short terminology for literature, correct? Literary. Okay, because I'm and, and, thinking of like a party of wizards <laughs> that
2: are tripping balls and just like that, just would, be, that, that, that not, would be that that would be done. Really. Do no, if you if you wanted to read about that, you would have to read Dungeon Crawler Carl. Okay. I will make
0: a note <laughs> of that because that sounds pretty pretty awesome.
2: So okay, it's, not like,
1: it's not like a Kelvio Pine playing a video game like this. RPG is lit. No. Yeah,
0: I'm like I'm thinking of a wizard smoking a bowl and like So I will I will give you shotgun and beers.
2: Okay, so 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 I will give you a few examples of the different styles. Like Danger Danger said that, you know, usually there's an end goal and they know how to get there, right? We'll pause. There's one where this guy is without a job, and this evil corporation, this evil government corporation, wants to test uh, long-term VR studies, right? People in long-term VRs. So they like, hire this guy under false pretenses, don't pay him, lock his ass in a freaking uh, VR tube where he can't get out of, and he's trapped in this world he can't leave, and all he has, all he can do is survive till someone figures out what the hell's going on and comes and saves him. Along the way, he meets. Other people that have, have the same thing has happened to, and they like try to fight in this world where this evil corporation keeps making it harder and harder and harder.
1: So somebody's writing the video game as they're trying to survive, they're
2: altering it. So yeah, they—I
0: couldn't tell if that was Resident Evil or Final Fantasy. But <laughs> yeah, that's a video game.
2: There's a there's another one where uh, this guy uh, he's a he's a office worker. He's a he works at a call center. And he gets crushed by a forklift. And he.
1: I'd like to know how a forklift is involved in the call center. But well, well, there's it was right next. It was
2: parked
0: next <laughs> to the uh, chemical waste vat, and they
2: moved yeah. it. And then, so, okay, so anyway. the, the, this guy, his name was Ren something something. I can't remember. Anyways, He worked at a call center in the current times. And his office boss, Trav. What? what a Yeah, so wanted wanted to show off the brand new product for the company. So I took him to a warehouse. And I think the guy's name was Bob, who was driving the forklift. I really think his name was Bob. Like, crashed into the display and it toppled down and, like, landed on top of this Ren dude and, like, spit up blood all over his crutch. And he died. And was brought back to life in an alternate world. And he has to save the the whole world from these. Yeah. So he has to save the world from. These towers that aren't working right, or something like that. I've been. I can't, serious I
0: can't tell. I can't tell if you're telling me about an RPG or like a a new hires employee handbook. Like I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> wear your hard hat while working in the call center.
2: I know, but I mean, <laughs> it's an an aggressive
0: call center. <laughs> I mean, really
2: they is. they even dive into like video game uh, video game bleed over in some of these lit uh, lit RPGs. So like this one guy, this this one guy was playing a game where he. Uh, he he was like an out of shape office guy. He was playing this VR game called Battle Battlegrounds or something like that. I have to look PUBG. up the book. But no, it's not PUBG. But it's they take you from like boot camp to your first mission and stuff like that and they're talking about the bleed over effects where the stuff he's learned in the game such as memorization, memory skills, fighting, muscle memory, shooting, things like that are slowly transferring over into the real world at the end of the book. This out-of-shape guy who plays VR games and works 60 hours a week is like, I'm going to go for a jog. And then the book leaves on a cliffhanger because he's like, I don't like to jog.
0: Speaking as a guy that works too much and is overweight and plays VR games, I played Farpoint last night, which is an incredible VR game. I was having a great time until I started feeling a little bit nauseous because I hadn't played VR in a while. Uh, but no, that's that's really interesting that it leaves on a cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, I, I really identify with the cliffhanger of I don't like to jog.
2: <laughs> so there are very different genres like space opera type you know guy joins the marines and gets a ai in- implanted in him, and it helps him manage his skills and everything like that you know tells him helps so him out along the way so in these
1: these uh these stories and so in an RPG, there is very obviously a clear leveling up system where you can level up different attributes and whatnot. Do those exist within these stories?
2: Yes, they do. They okay, most certainly. So, do.
1: like, so uh, old Tubbo who doesn't like to jog, did he like? Was he able to? I guess uh, level up his his endurance. To yeah.
2: So while time? he's playing the game, when he completes the missions and the mission objectives and the side objectives and stuff like that. It rewards him with experience, money, and points. And he puts the points into his different attributes every time he completes a mission. And so, then and then the money he earns is actually transferred to a real-life bank account that he has access to. So help me understand just sort of the concept in general.
0: So because what we've been you, doing so far. I, I know, but I'm okay, so, a little bit hazy. Because,
2: Alex, because when it, Alex is level one, right? The day know. she's born, she's level one. Sure. She learns how to walk, she gets fifty experience points. She gets a point in dexterity for being able to walk and maintain her balance. Right? She's cute enough that she gets a bonus at the end of each. Yeah. That's charisma. Yeah, that's that's that. That, that that that's charisma, Casey. Okay, so I
0: understand the concept of role playing games. Now, what I'm trying to wrap my head around is the concept of reading that within a, a book. So When you first brought up the topic, my first, my my brain went to the choose your own adventure stories. And this is, this is more like watching
2: people play an RPG. It's about watching a main character figure out how they have to level up and and what they need to do to level up.
1: Okay. That was actually one of the things that I found in my research is that I watched a couple of videos on it and I've talked. In the past, I did a Danger Talks on and we've all talked about watching people play video games and you Mm -hmm. only, and I compare it very similar to watching a football game, basketball game, whatever, because we enjoy watching a game played at its peak performance. So when we want to watch somebody play video game, we want to watch them be really good at it. So a, a literature, literary RPG is like watching a video game, but it's like watching somebody play it at a performance that is (laughs)
2: Suboptimum
0: yeah
1: <laughs> okay, not always the great, I assume because I am... have not
0: well, it can't always be perfect because with any piece of art, whether it's a film or a novel or or whatever, you want that drama, so yeah. i I can imagine the leveling up system, I'm sure there's plenty of times where people level up the wrong thing and end up in
2: peril, and well, and- I mean it's and- in the books, no. Uh, there are some books I've read that, you know, I pride myself on finishing books, whether they're good or not. And I've done so. There are some books that I've read with a level up system that, that they created, this world that they created in which the game mechanics drive from. It was so damn ridiculous. I killed a level two, got 100 XP and gained like nine levels. What? No, it's not how that works. Where's the struggle? Whereas I've read another one. I think it's called This, this Quest is Bullshit, I think is the name of the book. Right <laughs> and it's about this girl when you when when she turns a certain age, like every other kid, they have to go and get a quest from the questing stone right it It's kind of hilarious the way they developed a thing like
1: I did that when I was twelve yes. <laughs>
2: right so the way they describe this questing stone is they just randomly magically just started popping up one one time a long time ago, and every time someone takes their eyes off of it, it moves to a different location It's like the cities have started uh uh posting watches they pay people to stand there and stare at the stone so it doesn't move but it still ends up moving so cuz you know people blink they blink and the stone's gone it moved so anyways this girl gets this uh this girl and her friend go go up to the stone her friend gets a quest to, like slay a dragon or some shit like that right some phenomenal epic quest is labeled as an epic quest she touches the stone she gets a less a legendary quest her quest is she has to go and buy a loaf of bread and bring it home Every time she goes near a bakery, every time she it bursts in the flames, the person is sick, they're out of bread, some sort of BS.
1: So it's not an easy task.
2: It's not an easy... It's a legendary test. It's a legendary quest, but it's not an easy task.
0: So I I, I looked it up, and it's a a two-book series. Yes, it is. Uh, Okay, so first of all, two-book series (laughs) called... This trilogy is broken. Yes, <laughs> and yes. the books are called. This is this quest is bullshit, <laughs> and this quest is bonkers. Yep, and I I have no idea about any of this stuff, and I feel like this is where I want to look at.
2: Look at the so number of reviews. Great. Look at the number of reviews on it. I'm not yeah,
0: kidding. This is this is definitely popular.
2: It is a hugely popular book because it's like it, it goes through this girl. She doesn't want to be this messenger running to get a loaf of bread. She wants to be an adventurer.
1: I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on it. It's a two-part trilogy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's this awesome. The
2: trilogy is broken. <laughs> I, I encourage you. Read the... It's What is it? $2.99 to read the book? Read the yeah, book. Like it that. is. It is amazing. It's like this girl really, wants really. nothing but to be an adventurer. So she does everything she can where her only skills is running fast and running away. Those are her only skills. Really.
1: With details like a two part trilogy and names like that, this guy deserves my money. I'm going to buy them in hardback. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, and, th- you know, there's people that take them to that extreme. Then there's people that take them. There's people that make it.
1: Why on Tuesdays Daddy's
0: <laughs> no, because I'm in the closet most of the day. Um, okay, hold on. <laughs> because I'm working most of the day in the closet. You know what? You guys suck. <laughs>
1: I just, I just asked a simple question. You dug your own. Yeah, order. yeah. <laughs>
2: Literary RPGs. Go ahead. So there's some people that make the books funny like that. Now I want you to look up to, if you still have it up. I want you to look up the duelist. Yeah, the duelist. The duelist. Okay.
1: So this is Not a the duelist.
2: The duelist. D U E L I S T I believe or E S T. Anywho, it's a. I think it's two or three books right now. Last time I read it, it was two. So, it is a literary RPG slash harem book. And it's how people take them that far. Now, do you guys know what a harem is? Do I need to explain what a harem is? No, right, I'm, I'm looking re- at the cover. I think I get it. <laughs> and this
0: is actually, there's four of them.
2: Oh, man, I'm behind. Yeah, you're going to
0: have to <laughs> catch
2: up. So, what it is is this guy awakens. So, oh, Brad Spectre, I'm not going to spoil anything because you have to read it. This guy awakens. And it's supposedly blessed by some goddess of water or something. And he, like, beats up this dude and takes his house and his woman, who happens to be a cat lady thing. Part it's a-
0: four, she has horns. Uh, maybe
2: she's part... Uh, no, 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 this ran. is part one. This is part one. This is part oh, one.
0: I apologize. Go ahead, go ahead.
2: And and in this, there's some pretty heated sex scenes, and, and it was a pretty good writing. And then... In- Book two, I think he marries. I think he takes a bird lady as a mistress in part two. I think, and then they all sleep together, and then, and then they like start bringing more people into the fold. It's 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 straight harem. Yeah,
0: that's called an orgy.
2: <laughs> it's called harem. You can't put orgy on freaking Kindle.
0: Yeah, I I looked at the covers. I think I get the gist of it.
2: Right, <laughs> and there's people right that right take that. Like, now, now, hold on, hold on. This, this this one's this one's for this one's for Casey. Look up Scalomance Seven.
0: Spell
1: that for me.
2: Schalo Scalo- Seven. How many books are there?
1: Nine.
2: Uh huh. Nine. Don't let your kids There's read nine. them at all. No, I don't want to let me read them.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking about getting the Dragons of Asgard because I thought it was a, related to Thor, and then I looked at the book covers and thought, "Ooh, boy." It's uh fifty shades of gray with valkyries, is it <laughs> uh yeah, basically,
2: huh, ah, didn't notice
0: okay so help help me i'm i'm still maybe i'm dumb <laughs> i I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around exactly what these are because i'm i'm sorry
1: based on based on this this uhcalaman seven, I get that it is a cheesy romance novel with uh fairies and magic.
0: Yes, that's, aren't that's, all romance novels about fairies?
2: No, no. Um, I so I, that, so the Scholomance
1: experience. I've never read
2: one. But. So the 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 Seven. The author gets really lazy with the adult scenes. There's no fade to black in them, right? So he gets very lazy after the first like six chapters of it, and it's just copy paste after. So once you understand that it, it's just copy paste, you can skip them and know exactly how it ends, and, and then go go to the better parts of the book. But so to answer your question, which I don't even remember what well, it was. Okay,
0: okay. So what I was trying to ask was, when I think of RPG role playing games, I think about Hero Quest, Dungeons and Dragons, stuff of that nature, and the leveling up system. You are in control of that. Now in in the cases of these books, are you reading other people playing RPG games or are you reading fantasy novels that play out like an RPG game?
2: So they're it's all fantasy, right? It's a hundred percent fake. Sure. Right? Hundred percent fake. The difference is is you're reading about a person that is put in a unique situation. Right. Not not every author takes the time to fully explain how the system works. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. So tell me if this
0: is a stupid analogy or if this is kind of accurate. The never ending story where the kid reads a book and he sort of becomes like transported into that world. Yes. Is that kind of what we're looking Mm. at here?
2: Yes. But think of it like. okay, Think of it like Luke, you sit down on the couch one night. Right. Mm hmm. And then you magically die of a heart attack. And somewhere in... It's, so- okay, listen, just listen to it, me. It's a fear I live with every day. Okay. And then, and then imagine that in an alternate world, in a different world with different everything, right? You just... Sure. Something pulls your soul into there and you wake up in a brand new world.
0: I feel like this could happen tonight, yes.
2: Okay. Continue. And then you have a screen that pops up in front of your face that only you can see. That has all your information and stats. And as you kill a bug that flies on your arm, you get an experience point. And then as you do this, you get an experience As you drink, as you forage water, you get experience in you. You get points in foraging when you get when you start a fire. You get points in cooking. Right. That's how these books play out. And and and, and in the book, all the main characters are like, man, this is like a fucking game I used to play. And they make these references <laughs> throughout the thing throughout throughout the entire okay. So thing.
0: it's very like self referential like they're aware of yes okay okay cool okay
1: so i've i've been reading trying to find something of note within skull of seven and <laughs> it's been hard to find um uh something of note that uh, it's something that actually relates to to what you're talking about as in a uh, a, a lit rpg i just feel like this book is uh smut uh, Circe was dressed in a shimmering combination of gold, silver, and green. Her flowing multicolored gown reached the floor, and her dainty wrists were (laughs) adorned in stacks of large (laughs) green... (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not trying to... ...and bowels of silk. Her ears were decorated with diamond teardrop earrings, and her long blonde hair was pulled up into a wavy updo. Her plunging neckline revealed the curve of her full creamy breasts... and the snake-like color combination of her dress made her serpentine eyes stand out even more. It's porn with fairies.
0: Yeah, I
2: was yes.
1: going to
0: say no no judgment, no judgment. I feel like you're reading softcore and you're trying to make new names for it. Like it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool.
2: So, but it's I'm going to yeah. rec- I'm, I'm going to recommend a book for 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 you guys, right? And this is uh, this is a different version 50 of a literary shades of chainmail. Got no, it. this is a different version of of lit- lit- literary RPG, right? You know how I say you know some people get AIs and stuff like that, and it just changes the way things are. It's called The Iron Prince right? Is the name of the book. And it's 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 a really really good book. There's there's romance but it's not sexualized. It's actually really really good and another one is called Oh, I got I got okay, it right. Judging
0: here. from the 12 pack on this dude's chest, I'm pretty sure this is some kind of softcore as well.
2: It's not. It, it is it is 100% not. There's like no sex Cyber in it whatsoever.
0: Ninja, Cyber ninja barbarian with no shirt. Cyber uh, ninja barbarian. I want that whatever it is. I'm kind of, I'm I'm not saying I'm not into it. I'm just saying it looks sexual.
2: Towers Towers of Aquilia. That's a pretty good one. That's got some fade you to might- black in it.
0: Does
1: have fade to black.
2: It does have a little fade to black in it. It's not bad though.
0: Oh my god, these covers, Steven, I know. On a well, I'm just saying, you know You're it's... never gonna be able to pick your kids up from school again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so my search history is getting flagged. <laughs> my search history already is. I told my brother in law that if I died for my brain bleed, no. Right. I'm sorry. They they classified it today. It was a cra- it was a cranial hemorrhage. If I died oh, for my cranial hemorrhage. I told my brother-in-law to clear my browser history. My wife's like, "Just yeah. not funny."
0: I never said it was just clear it. <laughs> you, can,
1: you can make anything having to do with the head sound fancier by just putting "cranial" in instead of
2: "head." Like, yeah, cranial hemorrhage doesn't like sound it? bad at all.
0: Oh, that sounds great.
2: But when someone says I had a stroke,
0: you're like, "Oh,
2: it was." Uh, see so you could you could rework that as a cranial mishap. Yeah, I mean, there's. Uh if you honestly have the Kindle like, I recommend getting the Kindle uh, if you have Amazon I recommend getting the Kindle Kindle Unlimited for uh I think it's like 2.99 a month with unlimited books that's how I stumbled upon these literary RPGs some of them have been really awesome some of them have been really not and some of them have been what the fuck did I just read
0: um, are are you familiar with one called Rise of a Necromancer? Yes, that one looks pretty cool. That it looks a little actually, more
2: high it, it it actually is. It's more horror based. I've actually read that yeah, one. That
0: looks pretty good.
2: Yes, uh, Shade Slinger is pretty good. It's Shade a slinger? Shade Slinger, and Underworld's <laughs> not bad either. Oh, I love those movies.
1: Now, now is the uh, does the Underworld? Uh, lit RPG have anything to do with the rest of the underworld?
2: No. So it's about a kid named Eleron who finished a gaming session to find that monsters have came from the game into his world and kidnapped him. And he finds himself at the whims of a thousand-year-old succubus and must sur- survive deep under the earth in the lost realm of the underworld. Gifted with the ability I mean- to use magic and advanced in power, he's given an ultimatum. Level up or die. This book was honest, actually. This book was actually. Who cannot relate to this? I <laughs> mean, this
0: is everyday occurrences for, for the average man. I've been abducted
1: by a two thousand year old succubus many times. I don't know. Well, where, I had a dive for every
0: time succubus came into my life.
2: God, <laughs> I
1: don't know where you guys have been, but you know my weekends have been spent being sucked into a cave by a succubus. You know, Suc-
2: just, a, a, if succ- you. you so this the book sucky series boy, sucky bye. Sucky bye. Suck Suck you by so Suck you bye. the book you. series the book series gets it starts off a little slow
1: I said that like I know what I'm talking about
2: <laughs> so <laughs> the book good. the book series starts off a little slow, but it is actually pretty good uh look up one called um path of the Templar i think hold on Pulling The up Templar, kitty. like from uh from
0: uh oh no. What's the video game? Damn it! Yes, yes. W. C. Beaver has a really uh, gnarly looking sea dragon on
2: the cover. Uh, uh hold on, I'm looking. It kind of looks like the dragon thing from Willow. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of it. it's Templar something. Rise of a Templar. This is book two of the Jumper Chronicles. No. Way of the Templar. I, I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to see the front cover of it because it's like, it, like
0: a pirate pirate ship being attacked by a a willow dragon thing.
2: Is that book one or book two?
0: Yeah, Path of the
1: Templar book two of the book Jumper two. Chronicles.
0: Not Nobody's gonna lie, seen. Steven. It looks like something a sixth grader would read.
1: I feel like I've seen this book at um, the Scholastic
2: Book Fair. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys hey, are enjoying yourself. Hey, I did
0: a whole series on Goosebumps, okay? I love this shit. Nope, that is not, not it. Saying. That
2: is not it.
1: It does say reading age, 8 to 12, so I feel like you're right in there, too.
2: <laughs> nope, that's, that, that's totally not it. Man, you know what? Now we have to find this book. It
0: recommends, if you like this book, you might also like Pete the Cat. Big Pete Easter the Cat! Alright, hold on a second. Hey uh, my God. How to Catch a Unicorn. <laughs> yeah, that's so totally... Pete the
1: Cat is literary RPG. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that cat has to level up to be the Easter Bunny. It's, it's, crazy story pete, so
1: pete the cat has to level up to become peter the tiger
2: peter the pete the tiger so yeah. the uh so the the Templar book i'm currently looking for so i can give you the actual name for ooh, the duelist four holy crap anyways um <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy that you're happy i'm very yes. happy so yeah. we the, just we just witnessed
1: the discovery of joy oh, yes my god
0: steven I love you, man. Ooh, the, the Ixky
2: awesome. Assassin, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell you're saying anymore. You're <laughs> saying words, but I don't know what they are. So the so
2: the, the the Templar series is about a guy that takes over the role of- Oh, a-
0: we're still on that. Okay. <laughs>
2: yes, I'm trying to get you the uh, <laughs> the book series. For Casey, he he would understand it. It's about changing your class into something different as he progresses. Yeah. So it's like going I mean, to I know a what a that means. to a mage. Yeah, but he keeps his Templar abilities, they just overpower it, like, stupid much. So, I'm trying... Like I'm, when
0: you start off as a thief and you become an archer.
2: Well, it's like this guy is a Templar knight who can supposedly heal people, and then they give him, like, dark assassin powers where he can, like, step through shadows and stab people. It's like, what? <laughs> How's that uh, chaotic according,
1: good? According to what I'm reading here, <laughs> 12-year-old Charlie and his
2: mates <laughs> <they're> an <ancient laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's about all the time we have now. Thanks for this. Thanks for hanging with us on this. And uh, if you do read lit RPGs, make sure you. Uh, As a
1: cloak of darkness threatens to envelop the fellowship,
2: I'm danger.
0: <laughs> hold on, before we finish, let me just get this straight. This is either for 12 year olds or grown men that like softcore porn. There's no in between, it's those two demographics. Sometimes that's what it feels like. And Steven,
2: and Steven fits both. I do. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Danger, do you have any words of wisdom before? After this conversation, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After this conversation.
2: For anybody out there, any words of wisdom
1: whatsoever. All right, everybody. Extra Life is coming. We are signed up. Please follow the link below. Help donate. Help the children. Help us help the children. Help us help ourselves.
2: Help the children.
0: Help the children.
2: All right. Gee, don't make me put the baby in front of it again. What's your final words?
0: My final words? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're reading lit RPGs. It doesn't matter if you're reading softcore pornography, whatever you're into. Reading is good for your mind. It's going to make you smarter. Keep reading those books. That's right.
2: So I did find a book. It's called Twilight Templar. Nope. Nope, I'm not reading nope. that. 400 and, I, I 460 pages. All well, oh, like softcore. Nope, like the none of it. The is only 320
1: pages. It's probably larger print, too. <laughs> <laughs> Something
2: your kids can pick up and read. All right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. I will see everybody next week when we do the letter... What is it, M? M for masochism? Yeah.
1: M, M's next in the alphabet.
2: Yep, yep.
0: It's M for massive enlightenment.
2: Oh, yeah, shit. We're fucked. So, everyone, bring a pillow, bring some coffee. (laughs) We're going to school again. Whoa. (laughs) I'm putting that on a shirt.
1: All right. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye, everyone.